Welcome to Mining the Truth with Ray Sturdivant. Today we will continue our series on the end times prophecy. Listen in as Ray begins to unfold the truth. Hi, I'm Ray Sturdivant. We're studying the end times, and today we'll see that Abraham and Sarah try to fulfill the promise of God through their own effort. Since Sarah was unable to have children, she encouraged Abraham to have a son with her slave, Hagar. This was not God's promised plan. The son from Abraham and Hagar was named Ishmael. He represents self-effort or works of the flesh in contrast to faith or believing in God. Once Hagar became pregnant, she despised Sarah. The enmity prophesied in Genesis 3.14 between the seed of promise and the seed of flesh becomes a reality. Genesis 16.5 And Sarah said to Abram, May the wrong done me be upon you. I gave my maid into your arms. But when she saw that she had conceived, I was despised in her sight. May the Lord judge between you and me. But Abram said to Sarah, Behold, your maid is in your power. Do to her what's good in your sight. So Sarah treated her harshly, and she fled from her presence. Paul and Galatians explain what these two seeds or families represent. Messiah came through the seed of promise of Isaac, not the self-effort seed of flesh of Ishmael. Galatians 4.28 And you, brethren, like Isaac, are children of promise. But as at that time he who was born according to the flesh persecuted him who was born according to the Spirit. So it is also now. This passage is also making a broader statement that anyone operating out of their flesh will persecute anyone who is living out of the promise of the Spirit of God. Since Ishmael was born several years before Isaac, he is the firstborn of Abraham. In the ancient culture, the firstborn received the inheritance of the father. Culturally, everything God had promised Abraham was due Ishmael. Below is an excerpt from the International Standard Bible Encyclopedia. The right belonging naturally to the firstborn son, whether the offspring of a legal wife or a concubine, such a person ultimately became the head of the family, the line being continued through him. As firstborn, he inherited a double portion of the paternal estate. Normally, this right, called primogenitor, was given to the firstborn male who would use the wealth and blessing to lead and bless and continue the family line. But God throughout Scripture often rejects the firstborn to bless another son. David was not the firstborn, yet God blessed and chose him. Adam was the firstborn, yet God chose and blessed Jesus. Esau was the firstborn, yet God chose and blessed Jacob. Don't get me wrong, God blessed Ishmael, but not in the way he promised Abraham that he would bless the son of promise. God comforts Hagar by telling her that he will bless Ishmael. But this blessing is based on God's promise to multiply Abraham's offspring, not on Hagar or Ishmael's faith. God also tells Hagar the type of person Ishmael would be and how the enmity promised about the two seeds would continue with the two brothers. All of Ishmael's people will live to the east of his brother Isaac's people, the Jews. It was also predicted in verse 12 that Ishmael was going to be a wild and violent man in conflict with everyone. Genesis 16:11. The angel of the Lord said to her further, Behold, you are with child, and you will bear a son, and you shall call his name Ishmael, because the Lord has given heed to your affliction. He will be a wild donkey of a man. His hand will be against everyone, and everyone's hand will be against him. And he will live to the east of all of his brothers. I'm Ray Sturdivant, Mining the Truth. If you got any questions or comments, don't hesitate to email Ray at ray at miningthetruth.com.